0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my sister from another mister, Sam. Do you think the White
1: Walkers wear Fitbits? I don't know. Why? I mean, I think they're doing a lot of walking. They are. Right? Maybe Apple Watches complete their circles. But I imagine that there's not
0: much like GPS signal up in, you know. Dion- I guess.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the snow probably makes the signal not very strong.
0: Yeah, plus they're more like shuffling than walking. You
1: know, it might like throw it off a little bit. So you think they should be called white shufflers? I think white shufflers might be a little bit more appropriate. Like, it's not very scary though. Like, you know, winter is coming. The white shufflers. <laughs> they're at the gates. They're at the gates. <laughs> Can you hear them? Yeah, Shuffle.
0: <laughs> Shuffle. <laughs> so what are, we, what are we reviewing today? Today we're reviewing the Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3, the Long Night slash The, batter of, the Battle of Winterfell. The Battle the batter of, <laughs> of Winterfell. It's a cake show. It's, <laughs> it's, a, a, it's, oh, a, cooking, it's a cooking show. Yeah. The Great Bake Off. Yeah, I watched the wrong thing. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> Food
1: Network. Um, a lot of people died on that <laughs> yeah, uh, baking it was, show.
0: It was brutal. The podcast rules are as follows. We flip the coin of fate. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of if it lands on heads, then I love the movie and Hae-sam hates it. If it lands on tails, then Hae-sam loves the movie and I hate it. At any point during the review, either one of us can call out switch, at which point we have to switch positions. But to begin with, let's start with our one-breath synopsis. <sighs> the Long Night takes place entirely at Winterfell and depicts the battle between the army of the dead and the combined armies of the living. It marks the conclusion of the conflict between the living and the dead, which was one of the main storylines in the series. The episode title is a reference to the historic winter that occurred thousands of years ago in which the White Walkers first ascended upon Westeros. Wow. Are you ready to flip? The coin of fate. The coin of fate.
1: The coin of fate. Okay, so, uh, here goes nothing. Flipping. Tails. So, I hate it. You hate it. Alright, here we go. So, oh my god. I love this episode of Game of Thrones. What an epic one and a half hours of television. Uh, Great battles, just an overall spectacle filled with emotional moments and great payoff, some of our favorite characters, finishing their character arcs, and what more could you ask from from television? This was amazing. I loved it. Actually, you
0: could have asked for a lot more. Unfortunately, it felt like this entire episode was a big letdown. I hated this episode of Game of Thrones because, to be honest, it just didn't do the series any favors. There's only three more episodes after this, and for it to come down to uh, a battle that was actually way too dark you couldn't really see what was going on second of all uh there weren't enough important characters dying uh really the ones who did uh, were the ones who were just the lowest kind of hanging fruit and uh, that ending you know that came out of left field and was
1: okay let me stop you there that ending was just jaw-dropping when the music goes slow just great, great, great direction, just everything you would think of, like the most, it is the most cinematic episode of television that you could think of. When Arya comes there and then stabs the Night King, wow. Yeah, Arya just gets
0: launched at the Night King out of the blue, he's surrounded by all of his generals, he's surrounded by hundreds of white walkers, they're all standing there, he's standing over Bran, about to kill the guy, but he's like, hmm, let me wait and savor this moment. And just sit there for yes. like twenty seconds while Arya somehow sneaks upon him. Yes, she I, does. Okay, this, this up is on him.
1: this is all her training. Like she trained to sneak upon people. She trained to attack like this. And this is not just something that happened suddenly. This was eight years of build up to this moment. Her character was building, launching towards this very specific moment. Fine, and it was her character. Amazing. Her character may have had some build up to this moment, but the Night King
0: was this. Freaking flat character. Look, the Night King should have had some more context. The Night King should have had more more, motivation. You just kept hearing about what he wanted. You kept hearing about no, him. Let me stop you night. and
1: tell you what I was about to say before you, you interrupted ahead. me. Switch.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, what I was trying to say over here is that that was the most incredible moment of retribution they could possibly have in a show. Bran was sitting there. He was looking right up at the Night King. The Night King was looking down at him. You thought that all was lost. Yeah, the but- entire episode, you felt like they were just getting completely annihilated. One, one thing goes wrong after the other. Everybody's getting slaughtered. The zombies, the, the White Walkers, I'm calling them zombies because they felt like they were just this mindless horde exactly. was destroying them. And at the very last moment, the last possible chance... Arya flies into position and saves the day.
1: Okay, so I think you forgot that we were switching because you made a lot of my points for me. They're zombies, mindless creatures. You don't care if they're dying or killing. They're just hordes. There's no real like danger when you see them, because you don't really care. They're just being attacked. It wasn't really even a battle, it was more of a slaughter. Yes, and- it was a slaughter. You're absolutely right.
0: It was an utter slaughter, and that's why it was such a brutal experience. You felt like you were in there with them the whole
1: time. You can see what was going on, you can feel the you, you all you knew was. You are- now making excuses for the show. Oh, you couldn't see what's going on. Yes, you couldn't see what's going on. That's not a plus. You're just adding that because the show was shot terribly. Everything was closed. Everything was moving around. It was in the dark. You could barely see any of the it action. It was claustrophobic.
0: That's the whole point. You had to feel like you didn't know where the next hit was going to be coming from. It was like they were just in a vice and the vice kept getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And no matter what they did, I mean, look, let me start off by pointing out the first wave. All of the Dothraki line up on their horses. Melisandre walks up to them. She sets their arachs on fire. Their Where swords. did she even
1: come from? Like we haven't she, seen. she just rides she in at the right time, in. right? Well, I mean,
0: it's a story. It's a you know, you you know, she does come in at the right time, she sets their 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 arachs on fire. They ride this massive wave of Dothrakis charging against the enemy, and you get this most incredible shot where every single one of their flaming swords starts disappearing in the distance. You don't see any
1: of the fight. You don't see any of the slaughter. But that's the whole point. I mean, come on,
0: that, that was the best part of it is that it was from a distance and you knew what was happening. You knew that they were all being
1: annihilated. When I watch a battle, I want to see the battle. Game of Thrones has done some amazing battles. Battle of the Bastards. You wanted a claustrophobic battle, that was it. Oh my God, so amazing. And compared to that, this was such a big letdown. It was let down after let down. Even the deaths, they didn't mean anything. This wasn't the Game of Thrones that I loved when I started. Switch. This was exactly (laughs) why I started watching Game of Thrones. It (laughs) started. You set yourself up, man, go for it. (laughs) Uh, This is exactly why I started Game of Thrones. Big battles, major character deaths. Oh my God, the emotional moments were great. It was brutal. Uh, I loved all the deaths in this this movie. What deaths?
0: What deaths? Are you give, give me a break. Every single one of the characters who did die was, okay, there were maybe three meaningful deaths and every other one was just was just like cannon
1: fodder. There were three major deaths. Those were like three main characters of the show. What do you mean when there were no major deaths? Three? I think okay. you're reaching,
0: listen, listen so, let's put it this way. Look, I, I appreciate what you're saying, all right? But the fact is that we were sitting there literally taking bets the last episode about who was going to go. But who did they lose? Who who
1: dies? Okay, you've let got. Me, let me let me let me stop you there for a second. That's what makes the show so great they set up the characters where you think any and all of them could die, and you're scared for them, you think they're going to die. And so when you watch a show, it completely twists your expectations on who's gonna die, who's gonna live. You're also scared for each one of the characters at all times, that's what makes it so amazing. Yeah, but you're scared for all these
0: characters all the time, and then what happens? Nothing, you've got Sam Turley. All right, just he's like swimming in zombies. He's like swimming, he's just swimming them. And yes, I'm calling them zombies because they were a mindless horde with no intent. All right, he was just sitting there, and all you could look at him, and he's not, didn't even get, he he didn't even have a scratch on him. He was just this like terrified, like, you know, uh, it just, I'm sorry, but it's not right. You, he needed to have more, there needed to be higher stakes. The thing that I love about Game of Thrones is that it has high stakes. And so when you put everybody in this horribly claustrophobic situation where they're getting uh savaged by all these undead hordes but then everybody
1: just survives everybody's cool and anyone who dies is just kind of you are massively simplifying the situation sam does survive but at what cost the death of ed a character we have had right from the beginning uh he saves sam and then he dies so Sam didn't just survive willy-nilly. He was being saved constantly by the people, which is so true to the character. And it wasn't just a random battle. It took place in Winterfell. Winterfell we saw Winterfell being destroyed by the Sword what? of Zombies. Winterfell
0: should have been destroyed by the Sword of Zombies. The fact that Winterfell was not destroyed and the fact that they actually is- they won the battle means what? It means that the rest of Westeros will never believe that it happened. They'll go down into the south, and it'll be like nothing happened to okay, them.
1: Okay, you don't know that. You're arguing for the future, I'm just which saying, you don't know plot anything plotwise Plot-wise, okay, plot
0: me- it was just, it was like a missed opportunity. There should have been higher stakes. The, this whole aspect of the story, this was just a huge miss.
1: And uh, I think that like... Let's really talk about those dragon fights. What amazing spectacle. Do you think when we first watched the first season of Game of Thrones, we would have imagined dragons like this flying around and Switch. having Switch this- those dragon <laughs> fights, actually, thank you, because drag- that dragon fight was really awful, so I should actually be thankful for this situation. Uh, yeah, that was a complete mess. You could barely see anything, and the whole plot of it was just confused. Like, why were they flying around in a random snowstorm? What was happening? Like, I okay, you
0: clearly did not understand the whole strategy, that the genius, uh, you know, Jon Snow, okay, or should okay. I say a- Aegon Targaryen, had mapped out, okay, these dragons, all right, they were supposed to be part of the bigger strategy. But what ended up happening is that they couldn't see. They couldn't see the battle because the Night King had brought this blizzard and just covered everything in darkness. So they weren't able to come in and 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 light the uh the
1: the, the trench on fire. Yeah, they couldn't see and we couldn't see either, nobody could see anything and though oh man like a dragon fight is such a cool concept but it was a complete mess you couldn't see anything at all you could all. see
0: everything you could see you could see that uh, uh, Rhaegar with John on it was a totally savaging uh, uh, Viserys uh, while uh, Daenerys and her dragon, it was like a, it was like a, they were beating the crap out of out of the the undead dragon. It was they all... tore his face right open, and then when when the dragon landed afterwards, right before uh, the final the, the the concluding moment, you could actually see the fire, the blue fire, shooting out of the holes in its face. I mean,
1: it looked incredible. Yeah. Okay. So, John, the great uh, strategist, is that what you call him? He, the uh, great strategist, was, John. He yes. He was completely useless in this episode. He was sitting up on top of a mountain, apparently. What happened to, you know, uh, being the leader of this and leading the charge? No, he's just sitting yeah, up there. Yeah, how many
0: people do you have and, that can fly a dragon, buddy? Like, the, come on.
1: The dragons can fly themselves. We've no, seen for, for eight he- seasons, the dragons are fine. Usually, Daenerys just commands them, and they go and obliterate stuff. They don't need somebody riding them the whole time. And then he just... you know what happened
0: last time the dragon was flying itself it turned into an undead dragon because it got hit by a freaking spear (laughs) so they couldn't afford to have another two undead dragons against them of course they had to be flown
1: yeah and what about Bran? What a terrible plan to just leave him with Theon and a bunch of other no, like No, you don't devils. understand the genius what, behind it. Okay, what is the okay, genius see, behind you it? You clearly do not comprehend the situation. Let me stop you for buddy. a second. The plan completely failed if it wasn't for, let's go back to Arya randomly coming and saving everybody, right? The plan was dumb. It completely failed. Why not have the dragons protecting them? Why not have the army protecting Bran? Because
0: Bran knew what needed to be done. Okay, Bran was like Doctor Strange in Avengers Endgame Bran knew what had to be done To defeat the Night King That is where the Children of the Forest Stabbed him in the chest With the dagger That turned him into the the Night King So for him to be defeated... That same thing had to happen
1: to reverse it, to destroy him. I understand the lore behind it. I just don't like how it was accomplished, and it didn't make any sense. Why was like? Why did they put all of Winterfell into danger? Like everybody could have just left, and the Night King would have still come to Brand. To okay, try okay, and okay.
0: Come on, come on, come on. What, what, what are you talking about? Why would they put Winterfell into danger? Because that's that's where it all started. That Winterfell is where the Night King was created to begin with, and and it was the perfect. The perfect uh, location for this incredible battle that would bring together uh, the, the, the entire horde of the Night King with all of his... The zombies,
1: you mean? The zombies, no, the mindless the undead, zombies. the undead,
0: the whites. They are the Whites. Yeah, they share some similarities with zombies. And you know why? Because we all can relate to what zombies are in in, in popular culture.
1: Let me... Like, we have watched so many seasons of Game of Thrones. And we have had real villains. You know? Like, Ramsay. We have had Joffrey. And now we're stuck with the Night King, who has no personality. He is a part of the entire story. He's supposed to be the main antagonist, apparently. And he just died so easily. It was a completely anticlimactic end to the story. He died easily after savagely destroying... and murdering thousands of people. It didn't mean anything. It wasn't anybody important. It wasn't anybody we really cared for. But let's, let's move on to a different thing. There's a middle section in this battle where Arya is just inside and she's in a zombie movie. You're saying they're not zombies? Like, that's what it was. She's yeah, but that was around. on purpose.
0: That was that, for me, that was a welcome break from the, uh, the, 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 the to- a nice tonal shift. Switch. <laughs> it was so completely... Just out of place to have Arya sneaking around in the in silence. I mean, you've got a battle raging outside with thousands of people clashing. You, I mean, and it was perfectly quiet inside this gigantic uh, stone hall. Are you kidding? I mean, what this this turned into? Like this, you know what it felt like? It felt like an unnecessary stealth sequence from a video game, you know, like when you're like, you're, you're playing and then okay. all it of a sudden you have to go stealth. Unnecessary. You know? I
1: think we, it was very important that we follow Arya's journey here. It was also very important to kind of uh, mix up the battle, right? If it gets just the same, you know, fighting in large scale battles, it can get overwhelming. And so this was great pacing where we get to see little personal moments first brutal and that scary. And then it's scary in a completely it different It
0: turned way. into a B-level zombie movie. That's it. All of a sudden, you had these close ups. It felt like it was directed by uh, Sam Raimi and not in a good way because tonally it was completely off. All of a sudden, you had these wide angle close ups of these zombies in bad makeup going, Bad makeup? I was on the of my seat.
1: Surprisingly bad makeup. I'm
0: sorry. It just, it leaned into it. Dude, I would have much preferred if we'd spent that time with the Night King, understanding more about his world. And by the way, at the same time, okay. At the same time, he had all of these generals with him, every single one of his White Walker generals, and they were just standing there doing nothing. They did nothing. It was such a missed opportunity. It is the hubris. Of None, the of night None of them died. None of them. Not nothing. I mean, it was just like it was like a wave of zombies coming in, and then you know that's it. They just kind of crush everybody. You have no progression of the the mythology. You had no progression of the mythology we of the had night. He had
1: kid. eight seasons of mythology. This I, was about payoff for the mythology. We don't, we don't want to watch a battle for more mythology. That's not I what wanted, we're there
0: You're right. Payoff. Which we had none of. Because you, so, didn't oh, the, my you didn't see... You didn't see None of the White Walkers did anything special. They just stood there. This All a, of the heavy lifting was done by...
1: The story isn't about the White Walkers. This is the story of the Starks and all the other characters. And that's what we got to see. We saw Theon's story payback. We saw Jorah's oh my god, fat death. How could you not be in tears watching him protect like protect Danny? Switch. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. that was the most obvious thing you could do. Uh, with Jorah's character, right? He's sitting there protecting Daddy. I mean, you were, like if you remember the original Game of Thrones, the most amazing thing about it it was yeah. that anybody could die. It wasn't about characters coming full arcs. It was this kind of turning around of their usual tropes. Over here, this was the most trope-filled battle scene you could ever see. Everybody sacrificed themselves. (laughs) Nobody just kind of died. Everybody's character had to come to a full arc. It was the most un-Game of Thrones thing I could imagine. (laughs) And this is not what we signed up for. This is a Like some kind of fan fiction version of Game of Thrones where everything turns out happily ever after. Happily ever
0: after? What are you talking about? 90% of the people there were slaughtered. Her army was gone. Their army is... How are they going to go and face Cersei now with like 10% of the troops that they had?
1: Exactly. Isn't that...
0: That's the best setup possible because now they're going to go down to the south and they're going to have to find another way. I, I forgot that if battle. I was
1: loving or hating it at that moment. <laughs> so I was going
0: to make an <laughs> argument. You are going to give me an argument, <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just
1: like, oh, no, no, now you're hating it and i so, uh, loving it. So what were we saying? What, <laughs> what am I hating on?
0: <laughs> now what I was saying was that there were major stakes. So many people died. You had a lot of... You, everybody literally saw... It, every one of those characters thought it was the end. And that... That translated on the screen, and that when I was watching it, I really felt that
1: John was useless, Danny was useless, uh, Tyrion was useless, Sansa was useless. They were no, Tyrion, Tyr- Tyrion, Tyrion, and Sansa were
0: purposefully in the crypt because because the, because they were not going to help on the battlefield. They were supposed to. You remember the last episode? They said Daenerys said that Tyrion. She only has one Tyrion. There were many people who can fight, but there's only one Tyrion. She needed him to be safe. Same thing with Sansa. Sansa can't, couldn't fight. She was up there on the wall and then
1: Arya told her, no, you have to go down to the, into the All crypt. All that is okay if we're not like four episodes away from the end. We are four episodes away from the end and these characters, what's happening? Nothing. We have, no, uh, we have no progress with these characters. Tyrion's just in the crypt. Sansa's just in the crypt.
0: Tyrion and Sansa had a really great moment they were together and they were talking and you could actually see how in another in another uh world they could have actually been together and that was a huge surprise switch it was so completely fabricated that moment between Tyrion and Sansa where they were in the crypt. It felt like such a forced moment of a relationship, a budding relationship. It was that it had no, I couldn't believe it for one bit. He looked at her and he said, uh, What was it? it was like, he said, uh, She's like, you were the best of them. And then
1: he looked at her like, Oh, come on. Are you serious? That's such a great classic Tyrion <laughs> moment. <laughs> classic Tyrion moment there. Yeah. It was such a nice break from the battle too. It was a little funny. Uh, it was a little ba- bit of comedy. And
0: why the hell were they in the crypt in the first place? Somebody's coming who can raise the dead. You're going to put all your women and children into the what? crypt?
1: a surprising <laughs> moment. When those people came out, started coming out of the crypt, I jumped yeah. out of my seat. No. It was know, so well
0: written. Everyone knew it was going to happen. Everybody. 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 And Tyrion, he's supposed to be so intelligent. And he's the one who's like, okay, yeah, Let's all go into the crypt. And I'll go hang out in the crypt. and be there with all the dead bodies. Okay. They don't, they they don't know, do know.
1: They don't know the rules of this. He doesn't know that they they can, ki- you know, random people. It's like how they don't know that the dragon fire. Can they know kill. that
0: he can raise the dead. They go into the crypt with all the dead. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Everything that happened in that crypt was such a great emotional juxtaposition to what was happening outside. And what was dead. happening outside. I mean, you go back outside and it's just... All these,
0: what what I really love about a good battle scene is that you get to experience moments.
1: I'm gonna stop you Who? there, because when the little Mormon girl died, when she kills the giant, the tiny girl killing the massive giant, getting crushed to death, just such a heroic end to her character. Switch. <laughs>
0: Was it my turn? That was it was I because I, I 'cause I'm 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 doing it anyway. You're switching on that one. Tell me tell me about tell, tell me about what Okay, was.
1: that was such again, like they have to give each character a heroic end. Oh, the little girl kills the giant. What an obvious idea. Right, I think it was written by like, uh, you know, uh, beginners to screenwriting person. <laughs> he, he stabs him in is the eye when he carries Is that an actual him. person? The beginners uh, to screenwriting
0: person? Is it that, should be!
1: Because I think he was credited in the, uh, for this episode. He wrote that Additional segment, writing edit, by beginners, beginners to
0: screenwriting <laughs> person.
1: Her character was so amazing. Uh, so tough and then you get to this moment which is just so cheesy and the music it was incredible she stood up
0: to a giant and killed a freaking giant and every episode that she was in she was always a standout I'm glad she got this this ending that she deserved
1: that's the thing, again, ending that she deserved. Everybody's getting the endings that they deserve. That's exactly. not what Game of Thrones is about. It is what Game of Thrones is about. It's really not, about. that's what Lord of the Rings is about. But it's about taking those tropes that you think about uh, fantasy and then twisting them around. And this is not doing that again. This is then twisting it back into just regular old fantasy.
0: If they had done what we had expected them to do, then they wouldn't be Game of Thrones. We expected them to kill certain characters and they didn't because they subverted our expectations. Yet again, genius. I like that you took my point from earlier and then threw it in my face. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, No, okay.
1: Whoever came up with that point is a complete idiot because it makes no sense what you're saying. That's something that you are putting on as an, as an expectation because you love the show. So you want it to be good. So you're kind of going like, no, no, no. They meant to do this. They didn't mean to do any of this. This is just you.
0: You think that they didn't mean every single moment in that episode was purposeful and pre-planned. You think that they didn't mean to do it. They, this, they meant to do
1: every single thing right now. Everybody has plot armor. Nobody can die, but let's, let's, let's move away from the plot. I want to talk about how this show was shot. Uh, everything was just Badly lit You could barely see anything And to make matter worse There was that Blizzard thing uh, The White Walkers Were all amok Like I couldn't see I, I guess they didn't have their, Come on What are you talking about They didn't about, have the man. budget no, For the battle Because they no, didn't no, no, show no, no, no. any of it
0: This episode Was shot Perfectly It was meant to be dark It was meant to be Claustrophobic This should This is the only way That it could have been shot The only way Otherwise it would have Just been Just another battle scene They had to distinguish it I think it looked perfect.
1: That, that switch. Oh man. Oh God.
0: Okay. Okay. They should have fired the DOP. They should have fired the colorist. They should have sacked the director and anyone who had a hand in making this mud puddle of a, of, of an episode. Literally, I, my, my, I, I, my vision degraded over the hour and a half that this episode was playing. I literally cannot see anymore. I can't see. I'm blind. I'm doing this podcast are, because I cannot see.
1: You are clearly blind and have no taste whatsoever. <laughs> the two of your senses gone. That show was shot magnificently. Magnificently. I could you have got, shot it on my iPhone. You could, you could not have shot no, it on your right. iPhone. No,
0: you're right. If I shot on my iPhone, you would have actually been able to see what was going on.
1: Okay, if you want a br- brightly lit uh, TV show, you watch Nickelodeon. Okay, <laughs> this is about Game of Thrones. I'd love is to about see Nickelodeon's Game of Thrones. Night. This was just perfectly. You, it no. made you feel claustrophobic. It made you feel confused. It kind of yeah. Made you it feel made like, me feel
0: very confused in the way it that you were in the battle. As to why
1: they would shoot it this way? When you see just the fire going out from far away. Oh my god! In the beginning, the ten minutes of just silence. Oh, speaking of the music, the piano when it switch. The music <laughs> of the show. Now, Game of Thrones is known for its great music, but I feel like the, the composer in this episode was probably deaf, like, because he was just making, he was hitting one piano key over and over again, so he did not know anything about music. In the beginning, there's no real music. When you watch music, you want that epic feeling to come through, and that's what yeah. music does. I felt like I had to turn the volume up as much as I could and I still could barely hear any of the music. I felt no chills, no thrills. The music was completely... Switch! The music was so <laughs> amazing in this movie. I was full of chills <laughs> and thrills. I was shaking in my seat because it really it, it roused me to, okay, to okay, no okay, effect. Okay,
0: okay, 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 okay. I think we've come to the end of our debate. Uh... <laughs> Why don't we uh, have the moment of truth now? And, uh, and, and, and uh, you can tell me what you really thought about the episode.
1: Um, I think how I would kind of describe it in a way is to talk about like, how I like to watch things, right? When I watch something, it's more about, it's an emotional experience for me. It's mostly about how it makes me kind of feel. Uh, and, so, and I think this holds true for Endgame 2, which we reviewed last week. Uh, when I watched the show there was a lot of moments where I was kind of like okay the battle's kind of getting long it's getting kind of drawn out but at the end of the day that kind of final scene with Arya those moments like it was kind of cathartic enough that at the end of it I kind of ended up loving it like despite all its flaws because it made me feel I mean payoff made you feel yeah it made made you feel feel something it made you feel something
0: and catharsis in a way you know I I agree with you to some extent I, I think that without that ending i would have had um a lot more of a negative reaction to this episode i think it needed that ending you know because even though it was such an epic battle uh, and and so much was happening it was it was it was almost like i was really hoping that the stakes would be higher i was really really hoping that more important characters would meet their end yeah. you know um i felt like you know it was an incredible it, techni- technically it was incredible. I mean like I know that w- what it took to shoot that and to make that reality is mind-blowing like that's besides the point. But once it all came together there were certain I think script elements about it that that were unfortunately missing and I think that was like the real stakes. Like you know, I kept saying in our in our discussion or both of us were saying that for example Sam as one example, he just was he was not Ever in real danger, you know, because he kept getting, you know, sworn by by the undead, but he was absolutely fine. And, and that's kind of for me one of the one of the uh, points that I could repeat about a lot of characters. Yeah, you know, it's like they, they were they were they, they had plot armor. There was pr- serious plot armor. People who could afford to die would die, and people who they needed
1: for later were protected somehow. I think one of the the. Kind of the major problem is that the enemy is the White Walkers yeah. or the Whites, right? And so they're kind of like this brainless horde. Well, the Whites
0: are the brainless ones. Yeah, one. not yeah. The,
1: yeah they're, and so all they do is they just kind of run at yeah. the thing. And so, it's a World War Z. It's World so, War Z. Yeah. Uh, so you're just for kind Game of, of seeing that over and over again. There's no real kind of strategy or any of that involved, right? There's no real fight even. Like they don't but fight; maybe, they just run at people and then yeah. they overthrow them. So you're not really seeing. So over time, that gets boring. Repetitive. It gets it repetitive. Gets repetitive, and then you're also not really. When I see a battle, but this is this is this is what I was saying.
0: Uh, you know, one of my points earlier, actually, I, I really, you know, do I do wish that we had seen the White Walkers get more involved? Yeah. You know, like the generals that that, that, that the Night King has. You know, I would have re- I was hoping to see them get. You know, show me what they're made of a little bit more. You know, because they have personality. They have intellect. They are interesting. Instead, it was just wave after wave of, of mindless uh, zombies. It became, th- this is the thing, is that I enjoy, I enjoy it because I know, like, as spectacle, it was really quite impressive. Even though it was dark. Yeah. It was a bit dark. It was. It but was it was okay. Like, it it's wasn't okay. Terrible. Yeah. It was, like, right on the line. Yeah. It was right on the line, you know? But I feel like there been, it would have been a more interesting fight if, like you said, if there was more of a strategic aspect to it from the enemy. Yeah, you know, like obviously from the the uh, the hero, the 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 Winterfell defenders, there was a lot of strategy. But yeah. it would have been more interesting if it was also balanced.
1: I and think. yeah, I think a lot of I like battle scenes, specifically when the battle itself has plot, right? Mm. In a way, so it is kind of like when you see the overarching thing, you know, it starts off with maybe the whites are winning, and then maybe uh, you know there's a countermeasure from Winterfell, and then they're winning, and so there is kind of like a you a know, back and forth. Yeah, there's a back and forth. There's this like was a just wave. a slaughter. This was just a straight up slaughter. At no point did I feel like, you know, our heroes had a chance, really. No, right? I and didn't they, feel like they had a chance. And so when you don't feel that, you kind of... It's one gonna, note. It's one note. There's but no, but, but that, first, uh, that first visual
0: with the Dothraki all getting beautiful. their fires snuffed out was beautiful. incredible. Yeah, I mean,
1: amazing. that was like... Wow, Grace. So I really did like the beginning yeah. of it, like that kind of the quiet moment. The quiet, yeah. The quiet moment at the end with the piano playing, right? Those were kind of the like end the, was
0: really fantastic.
1: Like those were kind of the two main things that I took away from the episode, yeah. and not the battle. Surprisingly, yeah,
0: enough. right. I mean, the battle itself, I think, was a bit muddy at times. You know, it was just a lot of of, you know, it's like what you said. It was just zombies, just one note kind of just assault, yeah. you know, and people screaming and feeling, you know, afraid, you know, and that's good at times. I mean, that's, I, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that that's why they put the section of Aria uh, inside sneaking around uh, because yeah. they needed to switch the tone.
1: While I didn't actually like that section, no. I kind of, I was okay it with it. It was necessary. It. it was okay. Like, I was like, I see why you're, like, even while watching it, I was you like, I to. understand why you're doing this yeah. and I'm okay with it, but I wasn't really enjoying it that much right and again i think we talked a lot about kind of the deaths and you know everybody kind of had that heroic moment Mm. where they all sacrificed themselves and died and i was complaining about it during Mm. the argument but i actually liked that it was that uh it's not game of thrones that we kind of started to love but Mm. i i like that some of the characters that's been around for so long got kind of satisfying endings they were satisfying but there weren't that many there weren't that like many okay
0: let's let's talk about those okay so first you had Ed yeah alright yes I mean it, you know he died defending uh, saving Sam yeah so I mean that was I think that was like a meaningful ending to him yeah you know but it, was, it wasn't a big character but I he didn't had a meaningful feel ending.
1: anything emotionally you didn't happened. feel anything no
0: but I mean I was I, I, f- I felt a blip I guess you could say yeah. I was like you know it wasn't some kind of epic death scene, but he wasn't an epic yeah. character. I think partially it is that we haven't
1: seen a lot of him a since lot of like him for like three seasons. For a while. Like it's been four seasons, so... True,
0: true, but that was one. Yeah. Okay, then you had uh, the second one to to die was the girl. was Lady um, Mormon Lady Mormont. Yeah. And, you know, you and I both, we've talked about this before. She's one of our favorite characters. Love She's her character. just awesome. She's like a little, like, version yeah. of like a grown-ass, like, you know, like really you know
1: really fierce you know uh chick she's, you know she's, she's like a little fierce. version she's a little version of your girlfriend is what it is yeah, i know is, you're, she's you're, you're, you're trying to talk <laughs> around true. it but that's what it is
0: she's fierce yeah 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 she's just she will stare down anyone she yeah. literally stares down a giant you know uh, i you seem to
1: say from experience or just like <laughs> inner fear when you when you're saying this. i'm the giant in this scenario <laughs> She uh, has taken you down. Yeah, she she's taken ages. me
0: down many times. Um, so, like her, her, her death, I think, was appropriate. Like yeah. she, she took down a giant, uh, and it actually hurt when I saw her being crushed. I, I. It hurt. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. I really like that character. Because
1: it is a character, and it is a little girl at the it's end. It's a of little day, girl. It's a tough yeah. woman yeah. Who, who's not supposed to be in the battle. Uh, and if you remember, they wanted to send her to the crypt, and, and she's, she's like, like no. no, I'm going to fight. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and she he-
0: takes down a, a really damaging uh, enemy who could have killed a lot yeah. more, you know.
1: Cool uh, moment for, I guess, what is actually a minor character, even though Middle, she's, middle. Uh, she's a
0: she's yeah. not minor. She's I think middle uh middle level character. Yeah. Because she she's one of the leaders of a, the great houses. We've only
1: seen her like four times, no, maybe. Like in
0: No, we've seen her a, a number of times. I she's not four times. We've seen her like enough times for her to be to have a certain amount of weight from but also the times that we've seen her, her personality was so strong that she stands out. Yeah, agreed. you know. And then after that, who was it? I think it was Jorah or was it Theon? I think uh, it was...
1: They both die kind of at the similar same time. time. Yeah.
0: So Jorah...
1: No, first... Uh, Theon? No, the guy, eyepatch guy. What's his oh, Barric.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barric Dondarian. Okay, so his
1: death made sense. Yeah.
0: If you look at the bigger picture of the fact that he was brought back to life, like, I don't know, 20 times or however many times. Because he had to fulfill his purpose. And apparently his purpose was to protect Arya.
1: I think in an overall plot way, it was a satisfying end. But again, it wasn't an emotional end no. or anything like that. No, I um, agree. It wasn't a very emotional It was one of those, like, I think last episode, I was like, okay, these people could die. I was like, okay, if he dies, I don't care. I don't, right? Yeah, And he died and I didn't care.
0: And then it was, I think, Jorah. Yeah. Right? Jorah's death, I think, was the most meaningful. He literally sacrificed himself for
1: him. Yeah. I had a little bit of trouble mm. during that sequence because he was kind of single-handedly killing all the whites at that point mm. and they were they were surrounded. It was the same thing that we keep talking about where people get uh, overrun by but they don't uh, die zo- but then they don't die. You just see them like slaughtering them and yeah. you're just kind of like this doesn't really no. seem possible. Why are these zombies now coming at him one at a time. As yeah. You start to, feeling
0: like, Oh, these are actors who don't want to, to, you know, like it pulls you out of it. Right? right. Yeah.
1: And so that bothered me a little bit, but again, like I said, it was an emotional viewing. So when it yeah. does, when he does die protecting her and he holds her and she starts crying, you, you feel something. So again, good end to his character. Like, and I don't, but see still, him, it's not games of thronesy is no, what it is. It didn't feel uh, very right? games of
0: thronesy. Yeah. yeah. Thronesy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> thronesy.
1: Stop saying Thronesy <laughs> to the mic. I can hear you. <laughs>
0: um after that it was Theon. I, I Theon, I think he had the most satisfying.
1: Absolutely. Guy. I I again, like we talked about, I tear up easily. Yeah. Uh, I did tear up in that yeah. moment when he looks at Bran and Bran says, You're a good man. Yes. And the the look on his face, mm-hmm. and the music, and him running into the Night King—just a death. certain death. Yeah, he uh, was running
0: into certain death. I think uh, Theon's story arc conclusion with his death there, having been vindicated, and all the terrible things that he had done were essentially—I um, mean, er- not erased, but you
1: know, there was a redemption. He on was it.
0: redeemed. Yeah. Yes, he was really redeemed.
1: So I liked that. I I did. Again, not thronesy, but I think at this point this is what the show is. And no, but I
0: think I think I think you do have to have an element of redemption, you know, and and, and that is you, you can have that in Game of Thrones. I think it's important to allow for that because otherwise you wouldn't have this catharsis, you yeah. know. So I think I think he, out of all the characters that had the most weight, them looking at each other and uh, Bran telling him that was really. Do you, you know, think this
1: whole thing? Ended too easily. That's the thing that I keep kind of going yes. back to. Yes, right?
0: I yes I do. Yes, and it's that's the thing. It's eight
1: seasons that they have talked about these kind of White Walkers and Winter is coming, yeah. and then it did, and it kind of ended in like you a know one, a, one episode, one yeah. battle. It and it was kind of like, why were they making such a big deal out yeah. of this, right? Oh, okay, I guess he's dead now. And yeah, the, the white, yeah, it
0: was definitely an anticlimax. Like, that threat is yeah.
1: gone. Like for thousands of years, yeah. they've been here talking about like the Long Night and. Yeah. That was, It was just kind of like, oh, okay, he got tricked by Arya and, yeah. and died. And now yeah, that's yeah, the end yeah. of that storyline.
0: And there was no... In terms of the pacing, it's like she just flew in. She pulled this, like, switch. And <laughs> then she was just like, boom, oh, I got you. And she's drops the, the you know which which was which i think the Valerian steel
1: knife the valyrian steel knife from the first episode that yeah, brand yeah which like, which,
0: yeah. which is nice i mean the fact that it was the Valerian steel knife and that you know it's the same knife that uh, was actually in the uh, uh in the in the books that sam was looking through when he was researching the the night king and you know all of that made sense logically but just in terms of pacing it just happened and he disappeared and it was like oh that's it yeah, that's all they needed to do. Just get close enough to stab him with this with this knife, and he and he's gone. Yeah, Aria- right? and every and then everybody does. It was like the mothership yeah. exploding, and then all everything like gets dissipated.
1: Arya is my favorite character, and so when that did happen, I I did feel like triumphant. I was like, oh my god, that is so cool. Arya is such a badass, and so in that I way, did like that too. I was like, I loved it, right? Yeah. If I was to think about it on a larger scale, like maybe not. Um, I think kind of, and not really, I wouldn't see the problem, but the thing is, like, we discuss these episodes, like, you know, one episode at a time, and that's just kind of the culture that we kind of live in, right? And at the end of the day, we think of these shows as, like, a whole. And, you know, years from now, when I think of this moment as a whole, I'll remember all the good stuff and the triumphant moment of Arya. And, like, all the little stuff that I'm complaining about won't matter as much. So I think eventually I will come to a point where I'm mostly positive on this episode. At the,
0: at the end of the day, I think this was definitely a good episode for us to review because it really, uh, it was very divisive. I felt like there were a few missed opportunities and it was a bit messy. I, I, it didn't feel, like you said, very Games of thrones you know? Thronesy, Thrones-y. Uh, so as an episode, I would give it maybe a four and a half uh Valerian Steel Daggers out of 7.
1: I would give it around 5 uh, Valerian Steel Daggers out of 7.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, similar. Similar. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this progresses cuz I'm really hoping that all the things that were missing from this episode like the real stakes will, you know, w- will, they'll make up for it. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, we'll see you again next week. Until then, Valar Morghulis. Thronesy. Va- Did I say Valar Morghulis? <laughs> I know I said Thronesy. <laughs> Thronesy. Uh,
1: Ramsey Bolton. Yes, Ramsey. Okay. Bolt, yes. Uh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Yes. Okay. Uh, Night King. Yes, all of them. Okay. You got to kill one, sleep (laughs) with one, and marry one.
0: Well, well, you know, I would have to kill uh, Ramsey. Okay. Because he's just, I mean, he's very unpredictable. He's chaotic. He's completely psychotic. Okay. Sleep with one, I would say
1: uh, uh, Joffrey. He's pretty. He's, he's also, like, 14, so...
0: But, yeah, that makes him very feminine.
1: I mean, he's yeah. also... He was old child. enough to get married. Yeah. I, I guess. Right? Yeah, twice. And I plus, guess. I imagine days. the
0: Night King's butt cheeks are very cold.